0: One thing I realized is that 80% of a Christian don't realize that Jesus is alive. They say it. It has become a religious saying, Jesus is alive. But how many people can have a life that proves that Jesus is alive? Hallelujah. I was reflecting over this thing and I realized that Jesus, when he rose from the dead, he continued to be the same with the disciples. He ate with them. This morning, he gave me a message for somebody. He said, I must tell the church, come up. No. Oh, yes. He said, Tell my people, come up. Say to somebody, come up here. Yeah. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Let me read the scripture in the book of Revelation chapter number four. Revelation chapter number four. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Revelation chapter number four, I want to read from verse one to two. It says, after these things I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking to me, saying, Come up here, and I'll show you things which must take place after this. <clears throat> Immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on. But for us to understand, I want us to go to Revelation chapter number one. Revelation chapter number one, we're going to read, thank you, Holy Spirit. Revelation chapter number one, we're going to read verse nine. Revelation one, we're going to read first time. My God, help us. Revelation one, verse nine. Let me go there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. You see, I, John, both your brother and companion in tribulation and kingdom of patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island of, that is called Patmos. For the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now for us to understand Revelation 4, we need to come back to Revelation 1. Now in Revelation 1, John is describing the circumstances of his presence in the island of Patmos. He said, I, John, your brother, in patience, tribulation. He said, I was in the island of Patmos for the gospel. Now. Now, he didn't go to the island of Patmos to do a crusade. The reason why he was in the island was because they were under the Roman domination. And the preaching of the gospel was an offense. So, John, preaching the gospel, was arrested. He was arrested because he was preaching the gospel. And they brought him to the island of Patmos. Now, the island of Patmos was like what you call Robert, or is it Robert Island here? How do you call it? Robert Island. Robert Island. When you go to that place, something is not right. They don't take you there for a holiday. In those days when they take you there, I heard you break stones. Yeah. Yes, it's a punishment. Yeah. You can't swim to the seashore. Yeah. So you are cut from everybody because of your maybe political activities. Yeah. In John's case, it was not a political activity, it was a preaching of the gospel. Now, John had the choice will he preach the gospel or will he back down because of a? Fear and the risk that is attached to preaching the gospel. You know, we can claim that we are bold for God until we are confronted with reality. We can all say hallelujah and praise the Lord until something real happens. You see, some of the Christians. Decided not to come to church anymore because there was virus in the church. I don't want to die. Running away. Sunday services, you don't see people. People go to the mall. Some of them, you barely see their eyes. The mask goes <laughs> until here, and then they put something helmets. And they're working more like zombies because we don't want to die. I promise you if we live in the time of the Roman Empire, few of us here would have been Christian. Look, even somebody coughs next to you now, you don't want to sit next to that person. You want to shake, I wanted to shake the hands of somebody who was like this. I said sorry, excuse me. Because I heard that corona came from divine as if we created Corona. But I don't understand why how they think. If we have a one that brought corona, why are we alive? It means we have something that masters it. Because only one, the one that created the thing had the antidote. Where do you think God finds us worthy to have a break? Out. If it happened somewhere else, that would have been destroyed. But God knew we are bold enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. John was in the island of Patmos for the gospel. Say to your neighbor, for the gospel. gospel. He was preaching. But when he went to the island, he was a prisoner, so he lived the same reality of, of all other prisoners. That's why I say, I'm your brother in tribulation and patience. Some of you, because of your little problem today, you don't want to worship God anymore. It's not going well at home. So because it does not go well at home, I don't feel like worshiping anymore. It's not going well at home. John was confronted. Are you still going to preach with Jesus? If you do so, you're going to jail. John said, take me to jail. Because I cannot help But testify about what I have seen And my prayer is that you may experience Jesus The moment you experience him Nothing can stop you anymore The problem with the church is that we are religious And because we have become so dishonest That we think Dishonesty is a license To continue doing what we are doing. When we say Jesus is alive, we all keep. Jesus is alive, but when you tell them, stand up. No. But if Jesus is alive, then I must take him at his word. If Jesus is alive, Then I must be living with all my hearts. No, you don't understand. I have emotional problem. You have nothing. You create an emotional problem. I can tell you the truth. You start to ponder over things, and then it becomes an emotional problem. I refuse. No, you don't know what you are talking about. I do know. We all go through things. Hallelujah. I'm not an extraterrestrial man. I know I, I go through things. She can tell you, I go through things. But I refuse to dwell in things. Yes. We go to Malawi, and ask them, do you have a center to keep depressed people here? They say no. I say, How do you manage? Is there no depressed people in Malawi? They say that maybe are, but they deal with that. <laughs> us <laughs> How can a psychologist and I love their work, and I bless God for them, but how can a psychologist tell you himself is depressed and tell you what is wrong with you? You carry your Bible. Like this, and you ask a man, "Tell me what is wrong with me?" And your Bible is here. Why don't you go into the words? Why don't you read this word and discover what the word says and stand with the words? Do I mean they are not important? They are important for those who are not saved, but for us that are saved, I have I know the truth. Bible says, "You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free." If Jesus cannot deal with somebody, something, no one else can deal with it. If Jesus cannot help me, who else can help me? Peter says, "You have a word of life. To whom shall we go? If Jesus is not able to help me, who to whom shall I go? You test it you No, know, you don't know my problem. I do know your problem. You know your problem. You don't know God. When you come to know Him." Yes, things will happen to you. Things will happen to you. There will will be days where you will feel depressed. Hello? But when you feel depressed, go to the words. And don't tell me the word does not work. It does work. If you say the word does not work, you are a liar. It does work. We have changed the truth with a lie. I've changed the truth with a lie. You say, but I'm on medication. Continue to take it until you find the truth. Amen? Don't stop it. You haven't found the truth yet. Continue to drink your medication and continue to read your Bible until the light appears to you. When you get that light, that light will disqualify everything you are taking. And then you will say, Lord, once I was lost, Once I was blind, but now I can So I'm not telling you not to take your medication. Continue to take them. Continue to do your treatment until you see the light. So why are you taking your medication? The same way you are diligent on taking your medication, be diligent on reading the scriptures. So when you take a medication, take the Bible and drink the scripture. you drink a medication, drink the scripture until the scripture replaces the medication. If you are not going to do this, you won't survive. The times that are coming are dark. If you rely on the system, the system will fail you because the system is going to fail big time. But there is a name that is above every name. The name of Jesus. That name cannot fail you. You need to be sold out to Jesus. If you are not sold out to Jesus, you are in trouble. If you are still compromising, you are in trouble. You need to be radical for Jesus. You see, I was in the island of Patmos for the gospel. And then he said, And I heard a voice behind me, verse 4. That was like a trumpet that said, John, come up. Come up. Come up. It means the word come up, the original word come up means ascend. Hallelujah. It means detach yourself from your surrounding and come higher. So, So that was a call for John to detach himself from the depression and the sadness and the sorrows and everything that was pinning him down, John has to disconnect from that in order to see what God wants to do. The reason why we don't hear from God is because we're too attached to our circumstances. It's a come up here. The church, this is a call to the church, come up here. Because in this world, you will go through trouble. No, you don't understand. My mama died. Mine also died. No, my father just died. Mine also died. No, I lost a sister. Mine also died. All this is true. They all passed on. My uncle, mine also died. So you can't tell me anything. Yes. Yes. So, what do you do if you want to be successful? You must consider that the light affliction for the moment are temporary. You need to to be convinced that this is temporary. This will come. This, This will be over. Sooner or later, it will be over. This is not the end of the story. God has a plan for me. You need to come up. You need to come up. We are too controlled by our circumstances. The devil has gotten us into our circumstances. We have become too fleshly and too emotional instead of being spiritual. Every second person is crying for something. Few are the ones that stand up and say, I rejoice in the Lord regardless. Regardless. I sing for joy because I know my Redeemer lives. We are surrounded by circumstances, but we need to come up. Say to your neighbor, "Come up, please." Say, "Neighbor, please don't stay there. You'll die. You'll die. You die. I'm telling you, you die. 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 You die. You must come up." No, they don't don't give me the promotion. Who cares? You are already promoted in the Lord. Don't let this thing stop you. I said, don't let this thing stop you. John was in the island. History said they tried to kill him, they couldn't. And they put him there. And he was, I don't know if he was depressed. But God has to tell him, you need to come up so that I can show you. His prophetic ministry couldn't be born unless he detached himself from his circumstances. He was born as a prophet, but the circumstances were pinning him down. He was only seeing the experience that he has with Jesus. It did not connect with the experience of a future. So he said, come here so that I can see you. I can show you things to come. So that you may, because when you detach yourself from yourself, you are a candidate for blessing other people. Because you are not self-focused anymore. You are kingdom-focused. How many people can be kingdom-focused where they disregard their pain and they say, God Almighty, I know I am in pain. But compared to this other person, my pain is nothing. I will bypass my pain and help this person. She, the man gave the testimony of, of Daniela. Daniela experienced many things herself, but she went to a couple that she saw they were in trouble. So, if she did not forget about her own thing and go to that couple, we wouldn't celebrate it today. (laughs) So, you need to detach yourself. Say to your neighbor, "Detach detach yourself from those stupid, funny, funny stuff. Crying about your salary, crying about your car, crying about this, crying, 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 until when? Until when are we going to stop this? And know that we've been placed on earth to display the glory and the power of the Holy Spirit. If we are not going to do that, we rather exceed this world. Come up here. I say come up here. I said, come on, somebody need to hear this message. Somebody need to hear this. The church needs to hear this. You are an answer to a broken world. You are an answer to a broken world. You are an answer. You know, all the people that were healed in Hedidah, before me, I was born. Their names were written in my book. And if I didn't go there, I would have missed the assignment in my book. How many things are you missing every day? Because we are not tuning. We are not hearing from God. We are business, 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 busy, busy, busy. Business, business, business. Who gave you that business? And you have become busy. Than the busy. Like a buzz bee, busy bees. Everywhere to you. And busy, busy, busy. And when they cook, you're dead and it's finished. Some people die with a cell phone in their hands. It's finished. <laughs> Making call, dead. <laughs> Calling for money, dead. Then that money we use to buy a coffin. And we put you on the ground and it's finished. Why don't you use life? Why don't you use life to impact this world? I'm not meaning you must go and stand on a stage in a crusade. No. No, that is not for everybody. Mm? That's a calling. But, But you have people that meet you every day. When they leave your life, that something leaves you. You don't understand what I'm saying. When people leave you, something must leave you. It means something in you must go with them. The lady said, Jesus said, I perceive power has left me because somebody encountered me, the power went with that person. How many people leave you, how many things leave you when you meet somebody? Is virtue leaving you? Is love leaving you to them? Is power leaving you to them? What are they receiving when they meet you? You go with it anointing, you come back with it. You go with all the gifts, you come back with it. And Sunday, I want more of you, Lord. What for? What for? I mean, what for? Set fire in my soul. I want more. And we all fall. I want more of you. I want more. Then we go home. Oh, it was. Sad. And then we eat a bit of KFC and you sleep. <laughs> That we wait for next Sunday. (laughs) Comedians. The city needs you. It needs your prayers. Some of you, it needs your action. Some of you might not go out, but you can pray. At all levels, they need you. If we go out, we need your prayers. Come up here. Come up. Come up. Come up. The day you realize that will be your breakthrough. Look what Isaiah said in the book of Isaiah chapter number one. Isaiah six. If we read from one to six. Isaiah said the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord." He said, The Lord was sitting on the throne and he saw the cherubs around him. And Isaiah says, Woe to me, for I have seen the Lord. I live in a generation that of people that have unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the Lord. He said, and one of the angels flew and took a coal from the altar and came and touched my lips and said, Look, this has touched your lips. And your lips are sanctified. And Isaiah said, but I continued with the experience. In verse 8, you see, and I heard a voice that says, whom shall I send? And who shall go for us? And at the end of verse 8, Isaiah says, "Here I am, Lord, send me. Listen, Isaiah, maybe he was cutting wood. I don't know what he was doing. But he was somewhere. It was somewhere, and suddenly the presence of God came. And when Isaiah saw the, prayer, he knew he was not ready for that. Isaiah even confessed that my lips—I live among people with unclean lips. I don't know if they were people that were swearing a lot or people that were talking dirty language. But with a lips, it has to do with a lips. It has to do with a speech. It's unclean. It has to do with what they say. It's people that, were, that have left the power of God and they are giving their lips to idols and to, to funny stuff. And he said I live among them and I'm also contaminated. And God said, but there is an answer. I can purify your lips. So I want to tell you this morning that there is hope for you because the same God that touched the lips of Isaiah is here today. And he wants to touch your lips and say, I want to sanctify your lips. Isaiah said But it took the year where Uzziah died. When Uzziah was removed from the throne, God's throne appeared. So it means unless you remove what is sitting on your throne, you cannot see God. You need to remove what you love the most and allow it to give way so that the heavens may be open over you. Now, we have our own dreams and our own passions. Now, the Lord told me one day, he said, would you give me your dreams? I said, you gave me the dream. He said, yes, but it has become yours. Will you give it back to me? I said, how do I do that? It's easy to tell me, give it. But this dream has taken my whole soul, my whole spirit. How do I Give it. He said, I'm going to ask you one question and you answer me. I say yes. He said, if I don't do it, would you still worship me? I say, but if you don't do it, I will be a liar. Because I've spoken about that to people. And they are checking me out. <laughs> he said, so it's your reputation that matters. <laughs> The reason why when God gives you a word, we want it to come to pass. It's not God, it us. Yeah. So that we can say, God told me and it did happen. We don't want to have the stigma of he said it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Because your name is too big for you. Yeah. So he said, unless your name is nothing, and you can allow men to walk on your back, to trample over you, you are not worthy. You are not worth being used. He said, can I ride on your back? I want ride on my back? I said, so after all this, how do I give it up? He said, I told you, you didn't listen. I said, how? He told me one thing. He said, this is how you give it up. Don't live for it anymore, live for me. If I do it, you praise me. If I don't do it, you praise me. So you come to that place where it's me and not you anymore. I say, God, you told me I'm going to heal the sick. He said, yeah, but if I don't heal them, I can also use somebody else. Don't think it's about you about me, so the body is big. So if you want, if I told you you will heal them and you don't heal them, somebody else heal them, praise God, because it's one body. Amen. People, are we going to understand what I'm telling you today? Get down from our horses. Forget our repetitions. And do it for God. Amen. As I say, here I am. Send me. And God told me this morning, He want to recruit those who are say, "Say, here I am, Lord." But this time, if you say, "Here I am," and you don't go, you will see. You will see. I'm telling the truth. It will work against you if you play, because we are tired. When say where. Then they stand up like ducks, they just wipe away their tears. You know some say when a duck goes into water, just shake himself and dry again. <laughs> it's like that. There is no corona anymore. We need people in the hospital. We need people to go with Covid in the streets. We need them. We need people that will say, "Covid, Saturday, I'm coming with you. We need people that will say, hey, 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 where is the next outreach? Lerato, what can I do? We don't want people that will stand there like, boss, it's me, woo, you, woo. We want people. I, I was blessed to see the church like that. I saw people wearing yellow jacket, People that have their own business, they wear yellow jacket in the parking lot. I mean, that's a blessing. It means they have come to a place where they say, even if you ask me to wipe away shoes, I will do it. Because it's not about me. It's about the Lord. Yes. We need a church that is, that is ready to change Bloom for 10. God gave us that word. It's now time to step into what? It's time to step into the story. Don't read the story anymore. Step into the story. It's time to step into the stories of the Bible. Don't just read the Bible. Step into the lines of the story of the Bible. No, Jesus healed the crippled man. Yeah, that was in his time. Now, he wants to do it for you. No. Those who were tormented by Satan. No. Act 10, they say he healed all those who were oppressed by Satan. So, it's not just physical healing. It's emotional healing also. He talks about oppression. So, those whose mind is oppressed, Jesus came to heal them. Yes, those who have oppression of any form, it needs to be broken today. Those who don't have a sound marriage. Listen, sometimes we take 10 weeks to do counseling. It took one night. For the Holy Ghost to reconcile people that were. I mean, I mean, I mean, he said, My wife has told me, I'm leaving you. In the night, the Holy Ghost said, You are not leaving because there is something better for you. Now, now, what 10,000 counseling couldn't do, in one minute, the Holy Ghost did it. I love the Holy Spirit. And I'm not against counseling because we have a marriage thing here. We do counseling. God used both ways. But what I'm trying to tell you is that the other way also is good. I like quick things sometimes. I like the overnights. When I sleep, I wake up, I'm healed. I don't want to drag myself like that. For six months when I say, then God healed me. Ah, no. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm finished. If you are here, And you want to recommit your life to Jesus. I won't make out a call for now. I will make it later. But I'm talking about Christian. That you can see you are sitting on a soft cushion. You know, Jacob, when he was running away and he came to Bethel. you know what he took as a pillow? A stone. Because if if you are uncomfortable, God speaks to you. He could have used grass or something soft. He took a stone. Why is stood? Jacob understood. I'm out of my comfort zone. I will not myself comfortable in the wilderness. I don't need to sleep so deep because the lion can come. So I need to put my head on a stone so that when I turn, it hits me and I'm awake and I look around. And he said, when I was on my stone, the heavens opened. There was a ladder that came. Listen, Christianity does not spell comfort. Christianity is not a place where I say God loves me so well. we know he loves you. That's why we know it's settled. What are you doing with that love? So Jacob had that experience. And he said, God, if you can do what you told me when I came, I come back. I will come back here and I'll pay you a tithe of everything you give me. And he poured oil, he poured oil on this stone. And he said, This will be my remembrance. This will be my stone. This will be my deal with between God and me. What is your deal between God and you this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. I said to God, if you will use me, I'll go everywhere you tell me to go. Hallelujah. I'll do everything you tell me to do, even if my family is not prepared for that. I'll still do it. I'll still do it. If you tell me not to eat for a month, I will do it. I know to worry my wife. She'll come to me, ask me, do you hear from God? But I will do it. She knows that. I will do it. I will do it. Hallelujah. Amen. You can ask her. Sometimes she asks me some question. I don't answer. I just look at her, and I don't answer. And she knows. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> There are some stuff between God and me. I inform her because she's my wife. But that's it. I don't need any opinion of a human being. Because when I stand before God, I don't want to say my wife told me. I don't want her. I refuse the Adamic behavior. (laughs) I listen to my wife for everything. Lesson, and we discuss. But when it comes to the push, I refuse to be Adam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my wife say I cannot go ha- out to the outreach because I was not there. Say <laughs> <laughs> who? If you cannot come with me, sit. I'll come back and I'll kiss you, I'll hug you <laughs> with the anointing. But now, as for me and my body, we are going. And then he came, my husband doesn't want me to read the Bible, so what, I said, what are you going to do? No, I'm going to obey. The Bible says submit. I say submit to <laughs> <laughs> Submit to Satan? Satan said, don't read the Bible. He say, "It's my husband. No. Yes. It's your life. Yes. It, if you want, you can go. Mm-hmm. Stay with your Bible. Oh, yeah. Even if it's not a fool, stay with your Bible. It's life. Oh, yes. All these husbands that are saying, you can't pray in the house. <laughs> if you are here like that, repent. <laughs> Poor lady, they can't pray anymore. When we want to speak in tongues, the husband come with that long face. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm here to tell you be radical for Jesus. I said be radical for, Jesus! Be, radical for Jesus! be radical for Jesus. Now, if you are here and you are sitting here on a soft cushion, And you want to move from a cushion to a stone. And say, Lord, I've been comfortable for a long time. I want to answer to the assignment. And the assignment is different. I said it. God does not expect you to quit your studies because you say, I'm going to serve him. Now, if he does that, it must be clearly, you heard it clearly. He can do it, but you must hear clearly. You shouldn't be emotional. Now, if God said to you, you, I've called you for prayer you shall be on your knees and pray for people out there don't join them out pray yes. hallelujah because you know your assignment but if you are not doing that because of circumstances of life you are sitting on a soft cushion and i want everybody that knows i'm sitting on a soft cushion to stand up if there's anyone that feels you know me i'm sitting on a soft cushion i know it i want you to stand up thank you jesus thank you jesus i want to worship team to go over Holy Spirit. We're going to remove that cushion today and give you a stone. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know the man that testified, he has a voice of a preacher, that guy. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Your voice is a voice of, you must shake the streets. You know the same thing you were fighting in, go there and preach the gospel. Yeah. Huh? You know, I, I, I said to y'all, he's telling me, I said, y'all, you are like the mayor. You use that influence, bring people. So the same thing you were doing and people were afraid of you, now you preach the gospel to them. Now you tell them, you see me like this, Jesus changed my life. You see me like that, I'm not the same anymore. Because when Jesus came to me, he changed everything. Amen. We're going to pray. Lift up your hands. Say, Jesus, This morning, I need you. I've been sitting for a long time. Today, I want to go with you. You know the assignment. I might not know it, but reveal it to me. In the name of Jesus, I want to be radical for you, Lord and do whatsoever you ask me to do oh help me Holy Spirit I cannot do it on my own strength I need you I need you I need you I need you you. even if it's great to smile at people say that even if it's great to smile at people give me a good smile so when I I meet them and I smile they may be saved. Now stand there, I'm going to pray for you. Don't pray anymore. In the name of Jesus, wherever you are standing, may the power of God come upon you right now. In the name of Jesus. Let's do this, let's do this. Come in front, come in front. Let me lay hands on you. Come, 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 come. I feel the fire of God. I need to communicate that fire to somebody. Come, come. Moses, do that. Come, come, quickly, quickly. Do the row, and then uh, we're going to execute this quickly. Quickly, quickly. Are you ready? Yanni, come with your team. Make two rows. And let's pray for the people. Don't go home. Eh? Ah, don't go home. The other row, no, the other row at the back already. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Look at all these people. We, we can have an army here, an army. And people going for the master. Hallelujah. People going, shaking, shaking the area where they are. Shaking lives. Because God is with them. I said God is with you. God is with you. God, is, don't, don't ever doubt that. God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you.